Yes. <laughs> The Chicago Popo Report. Paul Cialino is a licensed and board certified private investigator. He's the first and only expert in homicide investigation hired by 48 Hours and CBS News as an on-air personality. Lupe Aguirre. After completing law school, he became a founder principal of an Illinois family law and real estate firm. He honorably serves the citizens of Chicago as a police officer attorney. Together, they tell the stories of crimes committed in the Chicago area and the stories of men and women who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Ah, we're back, Popo Nation, the hottest dudes in Chicago radio. Number one podcast, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLSAM 890. Glad to be back, Paul. It's two, been a while. It's been a couple, two, three weeks, two, man. Two weeks off. We should do, come uh, back. you know what I mean? We should do this uh, best up stuff some more often. I like that two weeks off. Yeah, you had spent some time time down in Mexico, huh? Yeah, down in Mexico, man, with my peeps. A little relaxation time. <laughs> hey, listen, what's for you, man. Like? You look refreshed. You look yeah. great. Nice yeah. tan going. Yeah. I'm jealous. I'm a little pink. I'm a little pinker than normal, huh? That's it's <laughs> the Irish tan. <laughs> I still look good, man. You got some color? Well, man, we got to keep up the rep, right? That's right. You know, but hey, they had us on twice Saturday. We get paid twice for that? <laughs> we were on early in the day and late that night. People just can't get enough of us, Paul. You know, you know what got replayed big Saturday? What was that? The Jagoff section. Well, of course, Bro, of course. We got a new fan, nine-year-old Jack up in McHenry. Decides he likes to wear Jagoff. His father called me. <laughs> <laughs> Jack's a hockey player. He's a, he's been breaking out the Jagoff quite frequently on the ice. I hear. Yeah, I, I heard uh, actually Max uh, around the house. Saying jag off too, <laughs> my, my wife doesn't like that. You know, you know, bro. Yeah, I think we're onto something. Maybe a children's hour featuring featuring a jag off doll or something, right? <laughs> well, you're you're an author, you're a writer. How about, how, about, write. how about we do a little children's book? Yeah, you know, a little jag off. Right? Why Johnny is a jag off? Little right? jag off. Or <laughs> my teacher's a jag off. How about that for the kids? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. In Chicago, no short of jag offs, no, man. New year. <laughs> More Jagos. All right, Jack, keep it up, buddy. All right, Lou, I guess we got to go back to the mundane stuff, although we'd love to talk about that some more. Mundane stuff. This is this is exciting. This is exciting? Yeah. You deep diving on me? Check it out, man. We got, for the third consecutive year, we're down in homicides. How about that? Yeah, a mere 500. Not bad, huh? Compared to what? L.A. and New York? Their, their their population is what two or three times the size of ours, but their their homicide rate is what like in the in the two hundreds, yeah, three hundreds. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have the problems we have here, okay? They don't have the gang issues. No, they well, hell, he's got gang issues and a big big Whoa, way. Oh, not fifty, sixty thousand strong. But well, most of that gang members are in prison. Yeah, yeah. The California prison system got about fifty thousand gang members. Penal code, yeah. So, but yeah, but you know, numbers are looking good overall. I mean. Come on, there's some improvement. We got to give some props out there for something. Mayor Munchkin happy? She happy? Mayor Lightfoot is happy, yes. I'm sure. That's what I meant, Mayor Lightfoot, Lori. <laughs> the distinguished Lori Lightfoot. Our interim uh superintendent, Beck, I'm sure he's happy. He's going to be here saying a couple two three more months. Charlie don't care, man. Charlie, Chuck, care. Chuck doesn't care. Come he's on, a short timer. He's it's all it's all about legacy, you know? It's all about Johnson. He doesn't have unfortunately doesn't have a legacy anymore, but Beck he was a uh, superintendent for uh, L.A. for a while, yeah. ex- distinguished career, and he's trying to, you know, make some moves here. 
I, I, I say, Keep it going. Charlie just wanted to get away from the wifey for a few months. Figured Chicago was as good as place as any. He wanted uh, some cold, uh, uh, dreary weather. Yeah, right. <laughs> he wanted to get a, you know, who needs that sunshine? He wanted to experience the polar vortex for a couple months. And fire, right? Oh, fire in L.A. too. Get away so, from you the know, fires. You might like the cold after the fire for a few days, because I've been out there when the fires are happening. You can't see, man. You drive down an expressway, it's like total fog, except the smoke. Not, not fun to breathe. No, no, not at all. No. So we're, we're down. We're down third year in a row, which is uh, good stuff, right? I think a large chunk of it is due to the technology push. The nerd centers. Oh, the nerd centers are amazing. <laughs> I can assure it's you. no joke. I can assure you the nerds are taking credit for it, too. Listen, <laughs> listen, bad guys. Listen, bad guys. There are a lot of cameras out there, and we got some smart, smart popos, you know, manning the, uh, the nerd center. And... <laughs> <laughs> they see things that normal human beings don't see, you know, and uh, they get it out there. I can't wait to see that one in court. You were, uh, sir, uh, officer, what's your assignment? I, nerd Center, sir. <laughs> I see stuff nobody else sees. You know what's funny though? Uh, when they uh, when they spot a crime in progress and they you know put it out right. there over the radio, they get know? excited, man. They well, the thing is, they're the ones. They're going to have to appear in court, and they hate that because they get put. They get put in that arrest report. They don't like it. As box one, you're the key witness. <laughs> That's something they don't like. It's part of the job, people. You know. You like it though. Well, yeah, we like it. Yeah, yeah that's right. Put them nerds in that police report. Let them do a little work besides <laughs> sitting on their butt eating. Let them step out of that room and go to court. Yeah. So yeah, it's looking good, people. It's looking good. Well. Uh, Eddie Johnson, you any credit for this? Yeah, Eddie Johnson is just, uh, he's gone. He's just toast. He's a ghost. That's right. He's history, huh? Uh, him and the wife, us, get along better now that he's home, got all that time on his hands? I, got, I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Maybe they're in counseling. I, I, I hope he's leading a, a, pr- a prosperous life post-superintendent. Uh, I am, too. I mean, nothing but the best for Eddie. Nothing but the best, absolutely. That, right. I mean, things happen. Things go south, but you got to recover. I'm sure he's. I'm sure he's doing okay. That's right. He's got a nice pension, right? Meh. Yeah, he's getting paid. You know, he's recognizable. I'm sure he's shaking hands, kissing babies, even though he's not campaigning. But know. you know, he's still. And we we do have former police superintendents like the campaign. They want to be. They want that job. Maybe maybe he'll jump in the fray. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes, we will. Hey, well, buddy, since we've been gone, what happened? Well, Paul, the state of Illinois uh, officially selling weed, but that's not <laughs> because that's what you do when you're broke and desperate, right? You sell drugs. That's exactly what you do. It's stated by Chris Rock on numerous occasions. Right, yes, exactly. you're broke and desperate. You sell drugs. Mm-hmm. State of Illinois is now in the dope business. Those of us who have lived here most of our lives, as we know, they've always been in the dopey business. Dopey politicians, dopey laws. Dopey taxes. It never ends in this dopey state, does it? Yeah, but a lot of people bought some weed that day and, and the next day, and but then sales dropped off because supply ran out. You know, you, you'd think they'd have been geared up for it, wouldn't you? It takes a while to, you know, grow some really I good weed. No, it weed. doesn't. Does it? I mean, they've get had the years to get ready for get this. Get the facilities up and running. You know, you gotta, you, you, you've got to experiment. And uh, you get you got to get the night the right hybrids the the right blends you know everything has to be perfect in order to sell that great great weed. Well, I'm it's interesting because how much how much money do they make, bro? 
In Let's, three days, what was it? Let's see. The uh, first on uh, New Year's Day, three point two million. Uh, the following day, two point two million. I think that that beat the uh, like Colorado. I think it beat their sales. I think wow. their sales were just like a million. Well, listen, there was two se- hundred seventy-one thousand and change transactions for the first five days. That's a lot of dope buying individuals. Yeah. Right. With at least 271,000 of our fellow citizens lined up and waited in long lines. Long lines, yeah. Buy some legal stuff. Now, here, here's the bad news, folks. You buy $300 worth of pot, there's going to be about a $75 tax yeah. on that 300 Yeah. That's 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 a heavy-duty tax. I was, uh, I was looking at a receipt. Let's see. Total uh, was around 200 Yeah, about 200 bucks in, in, in tax. Yeah. You would say, I think it was like $85 in taxes. Or even more. Yes, at three hundred, they're taxed at seventy five dollars. That's a big rate. It's ridiculous. No, well, hey, let's see what they do with paying, the money, people right? Are, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it, it, uh, distribution centers are the one losing out because they got to you know write that tax check every week. I assume, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see once that once the production ramps up and uh, see if people keep coming. Well, and and what else happened to what our Chicago weed people? Well, I mean, they got robbed too. That <laughs> didn't take long at all, did it? <laughs> but we'll get we'll get in we'll get into that in the next segment. All right, Paul. Okay. That was a great start to a new year, my nonviolent level partner in crime. As we get underway here on a Saturday night, more to come, including a Chicago high school swim coach pocketed thirty thousand in pool rentals and was indicted for felony theft and official misconduct. This freaking guy's out of control. And how a Kentucky man sees nothing wrong with skinning four dogs. And making himself a doggy fur coat. What's going on there? <laughs> that and more when we return on WLS AMA 90. We'll see you in a bit. May 90. Get my four footer and bring it on. As I take hits from the bar. Ah, we're back. Hitting that bong at WLS AMA 90. Lupe Aguirre and Paul Cialino. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we like the bong, huh? Everybody else hitting the bong in this city. Might as well. Might as well, right? Ooh, well. Well, you know what? Funny. Instead of hitting the bong New Year's Day, uh, we got it. We I smoked. A, I smoked a stogie. It was a nice fat one. Yeah. That got me high. <laughs> <laughs> My friends turned to me. They're like, "Dude, are you okay? You you, you look kind of pale. A little green. A little green <laughs> around the gills, Lou. I think I got I got cigar poisoning. I mean, it was it was delicious, but yeah. but I think I, I I don't know. Just smoke half. You're not, to, half you're not supposed to eat it. Am I supposed to inhale? Am I supposed to inhale? No, no, no. You're not supposed to inhale. Healthy as you are, though, I'm sure it doesn't. Not even a twinge on the meter, the Lupe meter. Oh my God! Yeah, it was it was a nice fatty, but I don't know. Maybe just a half ski next time. Yeah, probably yoga for twelve hours afterwards to get rid of it, get it out of your system. <laughs> no, it just drank some champagne, man. There you, there you go. It's New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Yeah, after midnight. A lot of dead soldiers at the Aguirre household, huh? Dead soldiers at the Aguirre yeah, household. Yeah, bottles, liquor bottles, empty liquor bottles. <laughs> we don't drink, Paul. Those are dead soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Mexico with my buddy Andre Stewart and his wife uh, and the lovely Elizabeth. And uh, we had a lot of dead soldiers when we left there. Oh, empty bottles. There yes, you go. That's yes. right. The, the wine industry is not happy that we're gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could, I could, we could polish off some bottles of wine. Yeah. With the best of them. And it got pretty ugly down there in Mexico. Not much else to do. You're on the beach and you're drinking, right? I mean, what else is there? Yeah. No TV. No bad TV. I'm down for that. It's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to talk to people. You can't just you can't zone out. 
Drink and talk, huh? That's right. So get, getting back to our uh, what we do here usually is talk about crime, generally, and jagoffs. <laughs> the jagoffs hit the uh, first bird where it didn't take long at the old weed dispensary place over there, right? Yeah, here you go. The uh, Mocha Modern Cat. What's it called? Mocha Modern Cabinus? Yeah, 2847 was Fullerton Avenue for those of you keeping score. Uh, gets the first burglary in the weed business in Chicago. Northwest side. Yes. Yeah. And with them, um, you know, uh, people, a lot of, lot of money. Disposable income up there on the northwest side. So apparently you've got to you got to put all that weed in a in a in a secure super secure vault. But what about your money? Because oh. these guys came in, they apparently had a key card. A key card. Uh, do you wonder sounds like an inside from. job, right? Sounds, sounds like some employee lost. That's what quote marks around the word lost. Mm-hmm. His key card. Yeah. I wonder if he still works there or she. Probably not. Yeah, I'm guessing not. No no arrests as of yet, though, my friend. The owner says they take security extremely serious and have never experienced an incident like this since we first opened in 2016. Well, he was selling medicinal. Medicinal. Yeah. Now that the money's ramping up, you know, maybe they just forgot to put it in the safe and uh, an enterprising employee, you know, they got so much money. You know what? They got so much money they could take the hit. They don't care. It's all cash, right? It's all cash. That's right. It's a nice business. So, yeah, no, I, it's, that's the first one that got hit, and uh, like I said... Uh, Not to be the last, I'm sure. No, and uh, right now, supplies are down. People are, you know, still getting that weed from the black market. It's They're not know, paying that tax either, are they, on that black that market? Tax. No. You know, what's funny, there was, a, there was an interesting story out of Rogers Park. So, the next day, after recreational weed became legal, Someone decides to uh, mail a pound of weed from L.A. to Chicago. You know, you could. I guess you can do that. You know, you can do it. You know, the little beagle be walking around them FedEx packages and stuff, nosing everything. So, unbeknownst to this young lady who calls us later, you know, I've got this package. I thought it was mine. It has my name. I thought it was, you know, clothes. I thought it was something I ordered from Amazon. You know, it's just a regular day. I just got to open up packages, and lo and behold. She, she she finds this vacuum sealed thing, plastic thing. I think it was triple, quadruple sealed. Christmas present, perhaps. She thought it was. She's like, "What is this? It's all lumpy. It's all lumpy and you know, weird looking." And uh, there's a call of a sus- suspicious mail. We get there, we're like, "Oh my god, this is pretty funny." You just got a pound of weed in the mail. Man, we'll take care of that for you. No paperwork <laughs> on this case, okay? <laughs> and the vacuum seal, it was vacuum sealed. You, a beagle could not spot this because, I mean, it, you can't smell it. But pro, I'm sure, I'm sure the job. residual, I'm sure residual, I'm sure the beagle can, but it was a pro job exactly. Pound of weed. I, I, and it's addressed to her. And it's addressed to her. And then she gets a phone call from a friend. Hey, uh, did you, you by happen to get a package? <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we're involved, and she's scared out of her mind. She's getting threats. <laughs> she's like, I think these guys are going to kill me because I opened up the package that was, you know, they, they, they were supposed to intercept, but I guess they, they were running late <laughs> because they were smoking weed. <laughs> typical dope dealers, right? Dopey dope dealers out running around, miss the mail. You know, it's just, it's dumb and dumber. They make it too easy for you all sometimes. Of all, yeah, of, of, we, we, I mean, we rarely uh, do a lot of weight as far as drugs or anything like that. You know, we'll, we'll do a small bust here and there, but this was a pound. This is like the biggest 
Big news for me. I was like, wow. Oh, combination letter coming down the pipe? No, we did a little, little, <laughs> se- little semi, you know, preliminary investigation. Gave it to the uh, postal police, gave it to narcotics, gave it to whoever, you know, wanted to touch this and reach out and, you know, grab a bad guy. And, but it was pretty funny, you know. So did our girl dr- narc everybody out? She narked everybody oh! out. She's like, I got text messages. <laughs> I've got phone numbers. I've got, I've got addresses. <laughs> I don't want to get hurt. Go catch him, please. And witness protection for this young lady? <laughs> she stashed in the Aguirre basement. Uh, she's out. She's out. out. She's yeah, out. gone. She's gone. Nowhere to be seen. Wow. Great police work. Lupe Aguirre keeping the citizens <laughs> it's just, of... It's just the irony, the irony of it. It's <laughs> the, day, the day after weed becomes legal, yeah. there's like, you know... <laughs> Master criminals. They, they, they had our business plan. We're going to sell this untaxable weed. And make a lot of money. We're going to set up this little dispensary, you know, in the neighborhood. Right. We're going to get our weed from L.A. shipped. You know, you can, it's amazing what you can do with Prime nowadays. That's right. So. It's our unsuspecting girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've got a bunch of girls lined up to receive our packages, you know, because there's there's no suspicion there. Right. And then we'll just intercept. Right. Except. But it wasn't well ex- executed. Except when we're getting high and we forget to intercept. They've got to, they've got to execute that plan a little bit better. Straight out of Rogers Park, uh, buddy. I'll tell you what, that's novel worthy, my friend. Uh, genius criminals. Here we go. Here's another one. What does genius do, bro? Oh, this guy, man. Oh, he uh, points a points a gun at uh office. Oh, yeah, he walks into a, is it the 6th District. So we're on the west side. <laughs> this guy is lucky he did not get lit up. 27-year-old man. Only because there's a lot of cameras in the Popo station. I'm guessing that's why he didn't get shot. What'd he do, Loop? What'd our genius do? I guess he was just just angry. He comes in. He don't like the Popo, does he? Imagine that. Citizen. Comes in, points a gun, and uh, apparently he had two BB guns, right? Ah, the the two six-shooters. They wrestled him down, he bit an officer, and they found another BB gun. What a genius. This is a genius. And uh, he was not shot, killed, or otherwise uh, jacked up too badly, was he? Amazing restraint. It's called de-escalation. You know, and we're the only ones probably talking about that great story of CPD not tune the dude up, kick his ass, or shoot him. And the newsies, I bet, didn't report on this. This was all over social media, and no eh, social media, and it doesn't count. Okay, <laughs> it did hit. It, it did hit. Uh, you know the, uh, the the main uh, the main news organizations later on, but it, I mean, yeah. it was sort of a big deal, but nobody well, got hurt. Hats nobody off got to the shot. boys over there on Harrison Avenue. Okay, who Ama- did not shoot this mope? Amazing restraint. How, you get a pistol pointed at you. What are you going to do? I'm afraid you I'm shooting him. BB, <laughs> That's right? right. I'm afraid I'm shooting him. I'm sorry, dude. He's going to get shot. All right, Paul, good stuff. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we're going to talk about that Boston area man. Remember him? No. He came down down here for the marathon. He wanted to run as a bandit. He feels dissed by the city, and he doesn't doesn't know why. We're going to get into that. All right, Paul? All right. You've been listening to Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. We'll see you in a bit. Five years. Just like that, we're back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino on WLS AM 890 Saturday night. Nice January evening. We're back. Feels great. We're man. back, brother. Hey, by the way, folks, hey, you can't listen to it live. 
because you never know when it's going to be on. It's on Saturday, daytime, nighttime, who knows? But WSAM.com, you listen to it anytime you want. The whole catalog is there for your pleasure. Well, there's a reason we played that song, right? <laughs> Our boy Jean-Paul Lapierre is back in the news at Boston Area Man. Remember him? In loop. Uh, remind our dedicated fans who John Paul is. So about three months ago, we had the Chicago Marathon, and uh, Mr. Running Man... John Paul win it? Did he win? John Paul. <laughs> I don't know if he placed or how well he did, but he likes to run. But he doesn't like to pay the entrance fee, so he uh. runs as a bandit. Apparently, he does that throughout the country. Ah. So he winds up in Chicago the day of. He's riding the blue line. And he disarmed disarmed a gunman who was robbing passengers on the CTA blue line as they were heading to the race about six in the morning. A hero, a true hero, Paul. And he took a gun from a guy, right? Yeah. And then held a man until the police arrived. Yeah. Right? Not bad. Not bad. Kind of nice civil service for a guy. Didn't mind his own business. Didn't mind his own business. Jumped in there. He stepped in and... Save the day. Uh, but that's not the end of the story, is it, Lou? <laughs> <laughs> that's just a teeny bit yeah, part of the story. He's not feeling any love from uh, the city. He's not happy. Is John Paul beefing? And he beefed. He called up the Sun-Times and beefed, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's like, listen, my hometown, they're honoring me. You know? Oh, they are, huh? Yeah. They, they, uh, they, don't, they, they don't have 500 homicides a year in Boston. Okay, they got time to do this sort of thing. For bravery. You know, he got the keys to the city. Wow. Wow, what did he get? What did, hey, what did Kimmy Fox give him? Cook County State's Attorney's Office. She had no comment. You know the problem, Kimmy is too busy hiring lawyers these days, ex-federal judges and such to defend her or soon, soon to be defend her. Because Dan Webb is being awful. Uh, you know, them subpoenas are flying over there at Twenty Sixth Street, aren't they? A lot of people aren't too happy about that. No, She's no, spending no. a lot of the county's money. <laughs> defending her actions for juicy Smollett. Uh, Nita Alvarez had quite hefty legal bills as well, okay? So, and, uh, and all of them at one point or another, but... As she's you busy. should know. I, I do know. I am, uh, yes, I'm <clears throat> intimately familiar with it, unfortunately. And, uh, and who else did, did she hear from? She didn't hear from CPD, did she? Uh, actually, no, she did. He did We're talking co- about Jean Paul, not she. We're yeah. back to Jean Jean Paul Pierre. So yeah. yeah, so I guess Anthony Google me. He <laughs> did. He, he said some kind words. But uh, no official kind words. There was nothing no, official. No presentation at uh, police headquarters. No keys to the city from Chicago. And you know, PD's been a little busy. You know, with any problems <laughs> the last couple months, right? <laughs> they didn't have time for this stuff. Yeah, when when this all went down, yeah, Eddie was you know doing doing his thing, and he was it was just right before he <laughs> was dodging and ducking. He didn't have no time for award ceremonies with with uh, John Paul. John Paul was not on the city's uh, honorary uh, list radar or whatever. You know when they give out awards, but hey, the CTA they did they said some nice things, but you know he still felt. Uh, Jean Paul Pierre felt like he got brushed off. <laughs> He's a, like, CTA gave him an award, baby. No, no they just, he just, the dude, yeah, the CTA had just gave him a call, like, thanks a lot. You did a great job. And that's about it. And this is all rubbed John Paul the wrong way. This is the whole point of the story, folks. John Paul's pissed off, right? He's upset. He thinks we're a bunch of jagoffs, ungrateful jagoffs here in Chicago. He saved the day. He saved a lot of lives and he's not getting an honor for it from the city, an official honor. At least French. <laughs> we don't care about French guys, do we? 
and and is a self-admitted former drug addict who used to be homeless. I mean, you know, the deeper you dive, the less you know attractive this whole thing looks. And he did run in the race without paying for it. That's no, right. Come on, dude. Seriously, that's going to be a crime of some isn't, sort. Isn't right? that, is, yeah, isn't there some theft <laughs> crime involved in that? Well, Loop, uh, John Paul's uh, career. Aspirations may not have peaked because, uh, what's his job, Loop? What does John Paul do for a living? This is maybe why he can't afford the entry fee. Well, he runs, a, I guess, a storage facility oh, there over there, yeah, over by there in Boston. Yeah, you know you're probably making at least nine bucks an hour doing that, right? Um, but I mean, you know, he's, 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 it seems like he's always mixed up in, uh, these, uh, rescue operations. Cause in 2015, he rescued a one year old boy after he'd become trapped in a vehicle that was crushed during a chain reaction crash. That's what he says. We got pictures. <laughs> and you know, just recently in August, he, uh, he located a seven foot python that had disappeared from a backyard in the suburbs of Boston. I mean, this guy is all over the place saving the day. Yeah. And it manages to get himself in the newspaper all the time, too. Right. You're looking for some kind of career move here, I'm guessing. <laughs> well, John Paul, he, he likes the, the attention. Report. Hey, the Popo Report offers the imitation. We'll have you on. But you got to We're not doing no phone stuff. We're going to make you. It's going to be painful. You have to buy a plane ticket or bus ticket. <laughs> he's my officially said that he's coming down for the uh, the uh, twenty twenty race, but he's showing up. He's still not going to pay for it, Paul. And he's not officially running as a bandit. He's going to show up at the starting line at midnight before the official marathon starts, and he's going to just just chill out there for six hours and then run. You're a runner, right? I am slight runner. We, we could do a live remote. You could j- jump the line with him, hook you up with the old microphone and stuff. And you it's too and much jump. work. It's too much work involved. <laughs> no, you don't we'll want to tr- do that, do you? We'll try to book him at some point. Yeah, but he's going to be in town, so he says. Uh, well, 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 we extend the invitation to John Paul. Should we move along? And my maybe, friend? maybe he'll get the love he deserves finally, right? Yeah, we'll give him a lot of love. Okay, he get out of here. He's going to get love. <laughs> what do you think? Should we do an Uber story? We haven't done a great Uber story in a while. Uber crime family story? Uber crime family. Oh, we'll They're back in the news. Then. Yeah, we'll do Uber crime family. Let's see. We've got, uh, let's see, we've got this Uber driver who got five years for uh, <laughs> sexual, ab- sexual abuse of a passenger. <laughs> and now he'll be tried for allegedly paying someone to silence her. So what does that mean to silence her? Just I mean, someone to tune her up so she don't come to court and testify. Uh, <laughs> Didn't work out for him, did it? Well, it didn't work out for the, uh, the state's attorney either because their star witness, uh, some you know, uh, f- uh, guy in jail who overheard this conversation, uh, he failed to show up in court too. He was too busy apparently looking for a job. I don't know, looking, looking to do something else. What well, was the I, I was facing a second trial because uh, supposedly offers somebody six thousand to kidnap the woman, the victim, right? In McHenry uh, County. Uh, yeah. That didn't work out too well for him. Because if, uh, gangsters, if you don't know, whenever you run up to somebody in the county or state prison facility and you ask them to do something, generally it'll be a race to the warden's office to narc you out to see if they can get a reduction in their little case. I've got some great inside information. Ah, uh, uh, Loop, I love this. Go ahead. Give can you read? Can you read? No, 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 no. I'm saying that's oh. the conversation that oh, the, yeah, the guy yeah. would have oh, with, the, with, no. with the warden, you know? <laughs> How about hey, a reduction in, t- in, hey, in time, right? Call the state's attorney because I got a case for him. <laughs> yeah. He's going to want to hear about this one. Yeah. Can I have a cigar? Can I have a you know a glass of wine while we yeah. talk about this? That's right. You know, can I have ten minutes alone with your secretary, perhaps? That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, you hear that all the time, right? Ah, uh, you know, there's going to be some kind of deal cut. Uh, inmates testifying like uh, like they're being paid to, which they are often. Here, here's five years off your little sentence. Ten. So. 
Uber crime family still back in the news. Uh, in a big way. In a big way. And, and finally, uh, we've got this guy who uh, always wanted to be a cop charged with impersonating uh, <laughs> a state trooper. Uh, there goes what the police career, that? I'm guessing. Okay, I'm, I'm guessing the applications for the uh, police agencies, right, are not, not going to be paid a lot of attention to with this guy. Let's see. It's a Lansing man. Uh, he racked up several charges for impersonating an officer while speeding. So I guess he was driving a Jeep Cherokee. Red, uh, blue emergency lights on that Jeep Cherokee, doesn't he? Do you often see Jeep Cherokees with red emergency lights uh, going 90 miles an hour down the interstate? Uh, near Gary, Indiana. Near Gary, Indiana. Not, not in the realm of possibility. <laughs> <laughs> near Gary. Maybe a Dodge Charger or some other, uh, you know, uh, yeah. sedan, four-door sedan. Oh, he passed that Dodge Charger, which was yeah, an unmarked state police car, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Colin J. Hamlin, 21-year-old smart guy. He was trying to unplug those flashing lights uh, from the power outlet, according to the Illinois, Indiana State Police, when he got arrested. <laughs> I, I could just, I could just see the trooper walking up to this guy and just look at, just, just watching him scramble to like get, get the lights down and and not look suspicious. I'm, I'm guessing the old nine millimeter was pointed at his ear while this was all happening too. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a felony stop. It was just a. You know, oh, it's yeah. just a. This is a traffic stop. My friend, I'm going to disagree. This is a uh, in Indiana, a level six felony. Oh. Uh, level six felony. Whatever that is. Sounds pretty official. <laughs> yeah, sounds like young Colin is in big trouble. All right, Mr. Hamlin, get your life together. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we've got some uh, Louis Vuittons flying off the shelf in Chicago uh, but, but and in the North Shore. <laughs> You've been listening to Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90s. Society Crazy ending I hope you're not lonely Without me Ah, uh, welcome back to the Melonic Tones of Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890 Chicago Popo Report. Back with more. Man, I'm tired, man. I'm not used to working this hard. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Two weeks off and like, whoa, are we still here? <laughs> this is a good change of pace, Paul. A good change yeah. of pace. Yeah. What, what, uh, you know, and uh, Louis Vuitton not having a lot of luck up there in Northbrook. Those expensive purses, uh, you know. I guess they've got some shops up on the North Shore, too, huh? Oh. Northbrook Court Mall and on the Mag Mile. They yeah. just got mm -hmm. stuck up. They not got stuck up, up, right? Dudes are just running in there and yeah. grabbing stuff yeah. off the shelves and running away, right? Yeah, I guess that's, that's uh, yeah, that's a better way to put it. Yeah, they just run in. It's run called in. a smash and grab. Smash and grab, grab yeah. the purses and leave. And purses are going at about two grand a pop, according to Louis Vuitton. And it's true. I mean, these guys just storm in uh, all, I guess, within 10 seconds. They're in and out. That doesn't take long. <laughs> They're doing that in a lot of stores now, man, especially in Oak Brook at the shopping center. They're going to have to put these uh, high-end items, uh, you know, behind some, uh, I don't know, impenetrable, uh, I guess, uh, I don't know, cases. You can't touch them and feel them. And the rich people like to touch and feel that stuff before they drop 2 k on a purse. Don't these places usually have a big security guard standing out in front, you know, uh, Making sure uh, doors open when they should. They're probably they should. Uh, holding the door open for the gangsters as they run out of the store. Because they don't want to confront that? them. <laughs> like, all right, guys, I see a gun here. Do what you want. It's just property. 
Don't hurt anyone. That's right. We've we got, got insurance. That's right. We have insurance. Although I'm guessing not. I'm guessing Louis Vuitton didn't file that claim. Well. Because, you know, an insurance company might want to know, what did you actually pay for that purse, Louis? Okay? Because we're not giving you retail for that, my friend. Yeah, but I think it's part of the same crew, man. It's, uh, I don't Probably. know. It seems um, like a pattern, right? Be, be, be some Louis. $70,000 actually of Louis Vuitton purses floating around our fair city right now. Yeah, Over so on the south and west side, perhaps, uh, getting them Louis Vuittons might be uh, buying them for two, three hundred bucks a piece. Yeah, I guess some if some girlfriend's going to get a nice Louis Vuitton, and she's going to wonder how did this guy who doesn't have a job get me a twenty thousand dollar purse? You know, I'll what? take it. But she'll it's know. Like... She'll know how he got it, okay? Because she knows him. <laughs> it's that was probably on her wish list. Listen, buddy, um, in order to keep you know hanging out with this, go out and get me a Louis. And these guys, get yeah. the Louis. They're getting them. Getting you a bunch of Louis girls. So be happy. I suppose some men today would be totally polite, correct, carrying purses out there, right? Yeah, I'm sure they are. A little, <laughs> a little Louis backpack. I mean, it's a around. Louis backpack, yeah. yes. A little, yeah. little man bag. Yeah, little satchel. You know, when, you, satchel. when you're going through TSA at the airport, you look pretty cool with your Louis Vuitton man bag. Hey. Right? You do what you got to do, man. You might not come out of that x-ray machine. <laughs> might get eaten by it at the airport. It's all about giving an impression. That's all. Uh, I'm, I'm not impressed. Okay. No, no. Yeah, right. we're, 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 uh, we were out in, uh, what's that, Northbrook Court Mall. We're going to go out to Evanston. What do you say? Yeah, we got uh, a woman charged with shooting her uncle. There's no love in that family, huh? You know, it's the holidays. A lot of pressure on in them dysfunctional families. A lot, a lot of paybacks happening around that holiday period. You know, crazy uncle. The resentment builds up, and then you finally snap during the holidays. The years of resentment build up at <laughs> Christmas and Thanksgiving and New Year's Day dinner, right? And then the mundane small things just uh, just uh, heat up and uh, blow over, and there you go. Somebody gets shot. That's it. The uncle in Evanston. Aisha Perron, 41, 1,000 block of Darrow Avenue, y'all. Uh, be careful over there on Darrow Avenue. Aisha like shooting. And uh, pretty early in the day, 5.50 p.m., right? On New Year's Day. On New Year's Day. Maybe she had too much of that New Year's Day whiskey, New Year's uh, celebration. Some of that brown stuff? Some of that brown stuff. That sets you off, man. All the demons come out. And <laughs> Even after you had a nap for an hour, right? You don't remember what's going on, and all of a sudden you have a gun in your hand, and you start shooting people, and oops, it's my uncle. Uh, well, maybe you should have uh, fixed that, uh, I, I don't know, <laughs> whatever I asked you to fix in the in the, in the building. Well, I got to tell you, uh, Miss Perrin, not without... Resources. She posted that $25,000 cash bond, uh, $2,500 cash for those, the walk, and she did it, right? And the victim's injuries weren't life-threatening. This is not a big deal. Right? You probably shot him in the foot or grazed him or something. Right? Simple old egg bat. That's a it. weapon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm saying gets pled down to a misdemeanor. She gets supervision. 18 months out the door, she He's goes. He's not even going to show up to court. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He will never show up. He's going to forgive her. Because Popo report, 18 months supervision. Take the deal, honey. You'd be glad to have it. There you go. Right? We're going out to Whitney Young High School. One of oh, our, is yeah. That, is that, Whitney Young's a charter high school, isn't it? Whitney Young. Is it Whitney Young. Is that kind of a hot, hot stuff high school in Chicago? Or not? Uh, yeah, it's still up. They got water polo at Whitney Young, bro. Okay, it's still I'm a prom. It's very prominent <laughs> high school in Chicago, Paul. It's right next to the police academy over there by there on the yes, uh, lot, west side. A lot of rich people's kids go to that school in the city. There's a lot of, I think Rauner had to ask Richie Daly for a big favor to get his daughter in her a ROM, the ROM Meister. Right? Well, apparently we got this uh, Andrew 
Shapiro, uh, the uh, Whitney Young uh, swim coach. No longer the swim coach, though, I'm guessing, based on what we're reading. He had a little, he had a little scheme going on for a while, making <laughs> a little side money, right? You know, them Chicago public school teachers are vastly overpaid. <laughs> Let me make a lot of friends right now. They get, <laughs> would they just get a 26% raise or something crazy? Well, not sure if you also taught classes. I guess if you're, if you're, uh, uh, I guess a PE teacher or a swim coach, you got to teach some classes too. I, I guess know, maybe. you got to be a teacher to be the coach, right? And, uh, although water polo in Chicago, I wonder how many kids from Chicago are getting water polo scholarships. Uh, maybe <laughs> all the kids at Winnie Young, if they're any good. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I guess not. Well, anyways, what did, our, what did our water polo coach do? Let's see. Uh, he uh, sublet swim time at uh, you know at the pool. At the pool at Whitney Young and kept that money for himself. He didn't well, he didn't give it to the city. He is a swim coach. You know. You think he should be able to rent his pool out? Hey, exactly. I don't let him rent the pool. Come on. Guy's there probably eighteen hours a day working his tail end off. And he probably doesn't feel any love from the administration or from the city, and they're ranked uh, number one in the city. I don't know if they're in are water polo? I don't know. In, it's sort in of like swimming. our number one ranking on um, podcasts. <laughs> and he hasn't had a pay increase, so he's like, let me just uh, pocket some money I make from, you know, subletting um, some time. Maybe we should hire him as our business manager. He's figured out how to make some dough, unlike us. <laughs> <laughs> right? and, and he doesn't have anything to do right now. I, I might add, he's a little, it doesn't say whether or not he made bond. We could assume uh, some parent, uh, you know, he had to make bond, right? I uh, was really custody. He had a signature bond. Yeah, that wasn't even serious stuff. Let's call Mr. Perro up. Hey, what are you doing? And they're letting him travel to Miami for employment purposes. <laughs> you think you think this little beef up here in Chicago is going to have a going to give him a hard time uh, uh, giving a job somewhere else? I don't even think it's going to slow him down. <laughs> no. Hey, you be teaching water polo down in Miami in no time. <laughs> <laughs> you know they got a lot of water down there. They need me. <laughs> and he's diving coach too. Okay. He's got all kinds. This guy got all kinds. Peril got all kinds of talent. Don't do a background search on me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm clean. I'm clean. I'll beat it. I'm not, I'm not a registered sex offender. You guys are good with me. I'll beat it. <laughs> that, that's coming next. Right? I was just trying to pocket some money, all right? Yeah, here come the allegations next week. We'll all right, Paul, it. that does it for our first stop. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we've got a great story out of Michigan. Grinder story, in fact, all right? You're going to love it. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. Yes. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. Step four. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Ah, Popo Nation, we're back for that second hour. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890. And all you Grinder fans, you all know what that app is. Don't pretend you don't. You know what Grinder is, right? Lupe looking at me like, all right, it's enough about the Grinder. But <laughs> Michigan man got charged in a Grinder murder. What do you do, Lupe? What did our Michigan guy do end up there on that Grinder date? I guess he was looking for some uh, some anonymous sex, and it uh, he just uh, got too excited and started eating the poor guy. Ah, uh, that's always a bad sign when the date go when you become part of the dinner menu on that grinder date. Probably not a good thing. He probably had some Chianti and fava beans. <laughs> there you go. Uh, up in Michigan, not too far away from our fair city. 
No. Huh? Let's see. What did he do? Stabbed the victim in the back, slit his throat, hung his body on the ceiling, the ankles, cut off the victim's uh, stuff, and ate them, according to court documents. Not a v- Delicious. Mark Latus- Latunsky, 50. Not very nice. Of all people, Paul, of all people to kill, guess who he kills? Man, he killed Kevin Our Bacon. Boy, I'm Kevin cry. Bacon. Oh, my God. He did kill Kevin Bacon. Yeah. How come that didn't make the national, international news? Kevin Bacon's sort of falling off the radar. He's not really, you know, not really Ooh, making bro, good movies tough, anymore. Man. No. no. <laughs> yes. not, not even worth a mention, right? All his crap sucks right now. I mean. Wow. Oh, he is on, like, remote cable or Netflix show. And even that, I mean... Yeah, nobody's watching it. Yeah, nobody's watching right? Kevin Bacon. Well, he killed Kevin Bacon, but not, not the famous Kevin Bacon folks from, uh, you know, what was that high school show when he was in, a kid? What's it, dancing? Footloose! 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 The, foot, the star of Footloose is, far we know, alive and well and probably hitting around 60 years old at this point. This Kevin Bacon was 25 of Schwartz Creek near Flint, Michigan. Near Flint, Michigan, yeah. Yeah, well... Poor guy, he went missing. What was that? Uh, Christmas. Uh, you think yeah. the last name did him in bacon? You think? I thought, maybe this dude will taste like bacon. I like bacon. Maybe. Wow. Wow. That's pretty, pretty nasty. He had, he, he had Mr. Kevin Bacon for breakfast on Christmas Day. It was, not, it was nice, though, that they, you know, he kept the body hanging from the ceiling when the popo showed up. Huh? He wanted to show everyone his uh, amazing art. I guess he did. Did he get a bond, though? <laughs> oh, wait a minute. He'd been previously charged with a kidnapping in 2013. Yeah, but he was clear to that, so uh, don't stole, even... Don't even hey, he only stole two on. of his four kids from his ex-wife. Just imagine this daddy at a you year You can't here. steal your kids for... If, you can't steal kids if they're your, if they're your kids, Paul. I'm, I'll tell you one question that's been cleared up, though. Right? What's that? The, the ex-wife is not clearly not a bitch. <laughs> She said she was she was good to get rid of this dude. Oh yeah, yes. <laughs> There's something wrong with this guy, but he was I guess he was diagnosed with major depression, paranoid schizophrenia, and uh, traits of personality disorder. Uh, back in 2010 and 2012, according to uh, ML Live. Well, I got to tell you though something though. At the end of the story, the real Kevin Bacon does show up, doesn't he? Huh? <laughs> he gives him a shout out on Instagram. <laughs> and the real Kevin Bacon on his Instagram post, he said, uh, for obvious reasons, I'm thinking this morning about this poor guy and his friends and family. His life was taken from him much too soon. His love was hairdressing. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I bet he would have done a great job on this mess on my head. Rest in peace, Kevin Bacon. Well, that, you know, you know, it's sort of kind of gratuitous. It, it makes it all about himself towards the end. It's a, it's what a, a jag-off. He's a Hollywood jag-off, okay? Seriously. What do you expect? <laughs> we liked you in Footloose, but it's been 35 years now, right? He couldn't just uh, give his respects. He has to make it about himself. About his messy hair, I'm right? Done. I'm done with him. Uh, we're done? Okay, okay. moving right along, bro. We're getting done with the Kevin Bacons of the world. <laughs> Not the hairdresser Kevin Bacon. We we liked him. He's dead though, unfortunately. No, but hey, we got this story out of uh, Minnesota. We got a uh, An- another uplifting, happy popo report story. Yeah. So uh, yeah, she, I guess she was uh, she was lured to her death uh, while doing a uh, I guess what realtors do. You know, they show houses. I tell you, all you female realtors, especially the hot. We like the hot female realtors. Okay. 
get that concealed carry permit, okay? Because a lot of pervs out there wanting to lure you in empty houses. Yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. Well, I know a lot of realtors who do that, yeah. and and we especially know, females. Yes, yes, we know a lot of realtors who are uh, not making a lot of money, and they will jump on any potential, you know, sale. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a good commission check, right? If it's worth it, the hotness factor helps when you're selling real estate and or what else? Loop drugs, legal drugs, <laughs> the doctors, <laughs> pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that's what we did talk about. That. Yes, yeah, so you're looking at me like I'm. Like, you what know, are you talking about? Yeah, yeah totally, totally went autistic <laughs> on me. A little high on the spectrum, but he's a total autistic. Right? I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, I, can't, I couldn't get there yet. But yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but so let's let's get back on track here. So here, okay. It's a dangerous job. It can be a dangerous job, but you know the the the, the danger heightens when your boyfriend is, uh, you know, a drug dealer too. It doesn't help matters, does you it? You know, if he pisses somebody off, yes, the whole family's, uh, you know, looking at a at, 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 at a gun, right? Well, the Colombians have been known to, you know, take out the whole family when they're a little upset with you. Apparently, her, uh, let's see, this guy, Cedric Barry, 41, he was charged with kidnapping and second-degree murder of Monique Ball, 28-year-old Monique Ball, and uh, reports indicate that, uh, that I guess they were looking for her boyfriend, and they shot at her boyfriend. Well. He got away. Of course he did, <laughs> but she did not. No, no. While they were shooting at him, uh, the, uh, the uh, other guys were looking, you know, out to get her. So they lured her into this house, they kidnapped her, and then they shot her in the face. I mean, what did she do? She's just associated with that knucklehead who ran away. Yeah, exactly. I mean, figured, you know what, your life's worth nothing because the guy you're dating just bailed on you, so we're going to do you a favor. Maybe that's drug dealer reasoning. Listen, people, yeah, make sure you do a thorough background check on your would-be boyfriends, or, you know, even if they're your husbands, just continually, you know, see if they, you know... Get a private eye, get somebody, just check on him, you know, he's always gone. Can I, I love him, you know, he's a, he's a great guy, but, uh, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to wind up dead We'll the put future. this one on the boyfriend. Clearly we're putting it on him. Oh, he absolutely. runs away when his girlfriend gets abducted. She winds up getting killed by these desperados. Not, not a good situation up there in Minnesota. No, 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 no. I think Minnesota's pretty liberal in the gun thing. She, she could have had a piece on her. So, ladies. Go to get that concealed carry weapon, okay? Stick that little pretty nine pink nine millimeter in your pocketbook. Anybody gets froggy, drill them. And make sure you know who you're dating or you're who you're married to. Oh, right? Well, it's not so much that. It's you know the problem is these nutcases call you up to show a house. It's a problem. You can't you can't background everybody. Yeah, but but for her relationship <laughs> with her uh, with her Malacca boyfriend, it. right? Yes, yes. But for uh, she would probably you know not be dead. Probably not. <laughs> and if she was armed, she might not be dead. So moving right along, because okay. there was a Colorado okay. realtor who shot a dude that was trying to abduct and rape her. That's right. That's right. Yes. <laughs> she walked away. Okay. What, what, what do we do? Let's talk about the uh, effluenza uh, guy, defendant Ethan Couch. Remember him? No. <laughs> what do you tell me about him? <laughs> so I guess when he was 16, uh, this rich kid. Uh, when he was 16. Uh, I remember the story. Remember him? Yeah. Remember him? Effluenza yeah. guy? It was his defense. He had the flu, right? No, no, he no. His his uh, psychiatrist or psychologist uh, made up this disorder called effluenza. Effluenza <laughs> teen, right? Effluenza. So you yeah. you make stupid decisions uh, because uh, you're so rich and you really can't think straight, which basically bottoms up. And, and and you have no culpability because you know you're dumb and rich. 
So when he uh, mowed down, uh, let's see, he killed four kids. Uh, he was drunk while he was driving, and yeah. then he injured uh, critically, uh, like half dozen other kids who were uh, helping some stranded motorists off the side of the road. Okay, and that's what that his that was his defense, affluenza. And where's this happen at? No, this Texas. Happened. This is in Texas, this right? This happened in Texas, Tarrant yeah. County, which is uh, I believe encompasses Dallas. And so the dude gets. What do you get? He got nothing. He got like two probation, years of right? probation or three years of probation. Uh, let's see. N- no real, no real, uh, nothing. Then he couldn't help himself though, right? Because you got to get drug tested when you're on probation. What happened? Loopy tested positive. Yeah, for that, uh, uh, the old, for that, uh, reefer. Is he in jail now? No, they, they let him go because oh I guess they, they, could, is... they really couldn't. I, I bet the victim's parents are very happy about this, this, this show. Right? This, I mean, this is, show. This is just a major malaka here. I mean, yeah. that he's back in the news, and and his, remember back uh, when this whole thing was going down, his actually mom, uh, they were they were uh, they she took him down to Mexico to like. I wish she would have left him down there. Okay, good Mexicans wouldn't want him. They'd throw him out. Yo, let's take another break here. <laughs> Thanks for giving me the heads up, Paul. When we come back, we got some funky cram and punishment time. Oh, and. Uh, that man who allegedly uh, skinned a dog to make a fur coat. All I'm right. going to skin him. Okay, you've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 9. This ah, we're back. Bruce Springsteen, Lupe Aguirre, and Paul Cialino. We're going to let Bruce talk to a lot. Everybody would rather sing, so not going to happen. The Big 89 Chicago Saturday night. Depressing story time. Get my gun. I'm I'm not happy with this dude. What'd he do? What'd this guy in Kentucky do? This genius. Jonathan D. Watkins, thirty-eight year old. Uh well I guess he uh he was he needed a coat. And uh he needed a fur coat. <laughs> I'm and not gonna be I'm not happy about this story, there, people. There weren't any beavers around or uh minks. <laughs> so he decides to use some local doggies. In the neighborhood. <laughs> like four doggies, right? Four doggies. <laughs> two belong to his neighbor. <laughs> and I, I don't know where the other two came from, but... Uh, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> somewhere other neighbor missing a couple dogs. So he made himself some fur coats out of dog pelts. Huh? What a scumbag this one is. I guess uh, a neighbor called the uh, Kentucky police. Well, and- you know, <laughs> this is a neighbor who comes over to borrow a cigarette. So that that's... <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know, I'm going to make a, a real, I'm guessing double wide. I bet we're talking double wide here in Kentucky. Huh? And uh, he, I guess he didn't uh, mind his own business, huh? I guess he did not. Or the dogs were just hanging up in plain view, skinned out. Well, no, he's like, this guy's covered in blood. There's something wrong with him. Dude, what do you got there? You got some uh, coyotes? Not a couple black labs from down the street. Don't worry about them coyotes. What are you doing, man? Why are you covered in blood? Did you, like, uh, I don't know, cut yourself? Well, what's going on here? <laughs> so they came by, <laughs> you know. You got arrested. What, that's what police officers do. Class D felony, one to five years. I vote, uh, let's see, four dogs. You get five years for each one. That's 20. Bye. That's right, bro. Popo report 20 years. I'd give you the death penalty if I could for that one. Are we done with this story? Uh, I guess we're, yeah, we're done with this dog. <laughs> There's so much material. Two-legged dog.
<laughs> Here, hold on, hold on. The uh, the uh, trooper asked him, "So why did you uh, decide to make uh, you know doggy coats?" <laughs> and and the response, I can't wait to hear this brilliant response. But go ahead, Luke, tell us. <laughs> or asked Watkins if he killed his neighbor's dogs, to which he replied, "Yes, there is there isn't anything wrong with me making myself a fur coat." So there's obviously something wrong with this guy. He's yeah, there's not- something wrong with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dog guy, as you could probably tell, people. He just wanted a doggy coat. See, see, you know, the dog guy is not happy right now. Speaking of your dogs, what's up with uh, Moose? Is he, is he, is he, is he, is he still around or Bro, he left? We, we got some bad news about the Moose this week. Oh, yeah? The Moose has got some tumors. Oh, he's sick? Oh. Yeah, he's an old boy. and uh, uh, Poor guy. Poor Moose don't have long to go. Bad, bad week. Uh, We're making him comfortable. I'm feeding him steak and chicken every night till he can't eat it anymore. <laughs> Maybe some, uh, I don't know, some cannabis? And pain pills. We're giving him pain pills. He's not going to be hitting the bong or anything? Uh, uh, if he wants to hit the bong, he can hit anything <laughs> he wants, okay? Because that's my buddy. I'm going to let Moose hit that bong all night long if he wants to. There you go, Moose. Uh, yep. Yeah. <laughs> right, Wishing Moose. you the best, Moose. Thanks. Yeah, yeah Moose. He's going to be in doggy heaven soon. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's cheer things up over here. <laughs> let's go to funky crime and punishment time. <laughs> Well, folks, when you hear that music, you know what's happening. You know where we're going. We're going down South Florida, one of our favorite states. Huh? Yeah, and a popo down there. Not always brilliant, are they? Florida police were called when a woman was screaming, let me out, let me out. Who was doing all that screaming, Luke? Uh, Rambo. Rambo was doing that screaming, <laughs> not in Palm Beach County. I think Rambo would live in Palm Beach, get one of them nice houses, right? <laughs> 40-year-old parrot. Oh, my God. These guys live a long time, bro. Yeah. Wow. The parrot was screaming, let me out. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, listen. Made NBC down there in Palm Beach. I mean, Palm Beach, there's not a lot of, uh, not a lot of crime down there. No, no. <laughs> they're rich dudes yeah. driving around in their convertible Rolls Royces, living <laughs> on the rich, ocean front. In their rich cars. Yeah. With their rich parents, Rambo, <laughs> screaming, let me out. <laughs> well, as you can imagine, folks, no one skinned Rambo. As far as I know, he's still okay. Let's see what his owner says. Uh, Sometimes Rambo yells, help, help, let me out, explains the man. Uh, I saw something I taught him when I was a kid. <laughs> Rambo lived in a cage. <laughs> That's what you do down in Palm Beach. Ramble once out of that cage, he yells, let me out, which is appropriate, right? When if Ramble actually knows that that's an appropriate phrase. How about not, te- how about you just teach, uh, how about not teach a, a parrot, how about teach a parrot, uh, some Shakespeare, uh, maybe, I don't know. Bro, we're in Florida. Okay, I'm guessing this. there's not much Shakespeare being read, even in Palm Beach in Florida. <laughs> I guess Shakespeare's out of the question. Yeah, it is out of the question. Let me out of the cage is about as good as it gets down there. <laughs> All right, we're sticking uh, in Florida. We're going to, uh, where's this county? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Oh, Vero Beach. Vero Beach, nice area on the Gulf Coast. Yeah, McGuire McLaughlin. No relationship to me, Paul, okay? Uh, 19-year-old. She, I hate paying extra for extra <laughs> dipping sauce, Paul. It should be included in the overall McDonald's experience. Is it? You know? Wow. I'm with her. Yeah, but she probably wanted 200 of them or something. Maybe maybe she got <laughs> she, a little out of hand. Think she was a fatty? 
I th- I'm guessing. I'm guessing fatty for sure on this one. A drunk okay? fatty at thirty five Dr- at three forty five in the morning. A right? drunk, obnoxious fat. <laughs> Who else is eating McDonald's at three forty five? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty late. If it's what if it's breakfast? You're up early before going to work. Probably not not in this case, right? Police police detected a strong odor of alcohol in her breath when they showed up. I'm guessing maybe not working right now, unless there's a pole somewhere. You know, she probably used a lot of Listerine, because that's got a lot of alcohol in it, right? Well, she got arrested for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. Uh, Free and a $1,000 bond. $1,000 bond? $1,000 bond, that's all. That wasn't bad. That's not bad. Hardly worth doing the paperwork over. But uh, she ordered a large amount of food <laughs> at McDonald's. It, although, I have to tell you, in Vero Beach, I'm guessing there's nothing else open at 345. Yeah, yeah. McDonald's are uh, open all night long now. So 24 hours a day. All of them or just some of them? A lot, a lot of them, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't eat there often. <laughs> but that extra, you know, that dipping sauce is amazing. They're charging 25 cents for that dipping sauce, oh, right? Oh, man, no. Uh, that night manager said, hey, honey, but pony up quarter of a package and she got mad it should be it's like i said it no questions asked sure ma'am here's an extra how many you want two three four it doesn't matter that barbecue sauce is amazing (laughs) it's only a quarter piece come on (laughs) all this other dough (laughs) pony up baby fatty (laughs) we want that quarter piece i guess you didn't want to huh that's when the fight started my friend Let's see. Uh, let's go down. Well, I guess we're staying in Florida. Ah, let's stay in Florida because it's such an uplifting, sweet story. Florida let's woman. Huh? What she? What the sweet Florida lady do? This involves a mobile home. This is, you it's know. so shocking. It's so shocking when I hear a mobile home. So when you have beefs stories. with when you have beefs with your landlord because you're not fixing something or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. you argue, you call the cops, you try to have some, a third party settle the uh, disagreement. But no, not this lady. Oh, no. Uh, Joanne Mercader, what'd she do with that 59-year-old sweetheart? She grabs a pocket, a bucket full of feces, and just throws it at the landlord. Human feces, threw it in his face. Now, this is bad news for her, because the landlord's 65 years old, which enhances that felony charge, doesn't it, Luke? That's right, Paul, and uh, we're going to take another break. On that note, when we come back, (laughs) we've got some more funky crime and punishment time including a uh, Floridian who uh, claims to be a professional drinker. All right? We'll get into that. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. See you in a bit. Chicago, the Popo Report is back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WLS AM 890, Chicago, Saturday night. Our Floridian, our next Floridian, huh? He told the police, don't worry, baby, I'm a professional drinker. Aren't we all, Paul? <laughs> well, I know there's amateurs and professionals. I mean, one time or another, we could probably be considered professionals. I always consider my pro in whatever I do. Yeah. Let's, let's ask the... Uh, the wifey about that last pro drinking experience, okay? <laughs> Two o'clock in the morning. Lay off the brown stuff. You just got to lay off the brown stuff. That's, That's right. <laughs> so hey, we'll... Ava. What do you think, Ava? Loop a professional? <laughs> She's like, not anymore. No, no. But George Emmanuel. Ah, George. He seems to think so. George, George. 54 years old. Got a little problem. Blew a point two eleven. Point zero eight's the legal limit. Huh? And saying he was a little, and he blew a point two one eight. He's a little pickled, our friend there, Mr. Emanuel. 
just pulled over, you know, probably going out of the center line, you know. He told him, don't you guys worry, I'm a professional drinker, man. It's all good. It's, that, it's always that last shot of whiskey that gets you. Yeah, the last 10 or 12. No, the the the, the <laughs> first 10 are fine. The last one, that's the one that gets you. Yeah, that one, that's usually the one that puts you over the top, <laughs> isn't it? And then you sit there thinking, man. Although at point two one eight, I'm guessing he was over the top for some time. <laughs> Yeah. A little misdemeanor DUI charge. Hey, but no he, biggie. He's a professional. No biggie. Yeah, well, we go back to Chicago for this quick story, which we forgot to do earlier, but we like this story. Semi-related, you know, yes, cars are involved. Back to cars, right. <laughs> yes, Lori Morgan, Beach Boys, and cars. <laughs> yeah. Well, this guy don't have to worry, huh? The dude did it. We had a young man, 26 years old, had his concealed carry license. He wanted to exercise his Second Amendment rights in our fair city, didn't he, Luke? Right. What'd he do? December 30th, 4800 block of North Moody in Jefferson Park. Nice neighborhood. You know, Jefferson, uh, but crime is spiking up in Jefferson Park lately. <laughs> yes, man. I think the gangsters have found out uh, the police aren't real active up there. It's we not so quiet up there stuff. in the <laughs> 16th district. Is that the 16th? I think yeah, it's the I think 16th. It is. They're yeah. probably very unhappy about this spike, okay? <laughs> but <laughs> no. this guy, this young man, he did his best to keep them crime stats down, didn't he? What'd yeah. he do? Well, I mean, hey, there was a carjacking, and he... Uh, he was there. He right? said, this is not going down, you know. On my watch, no. he, would, he said, I see the guy reaching his waistband. Yeah, because we know gangsters always reach in their waistband, right? <laughs> I think these dudes just tried to carjack his girlfriend, and he's sitting there going, hmm, this is a perfect time to pull out this pistol and start shooting, <laughs> which he did. Let's, uh... I wonder how her girlfriend's hearing is right now. <laughs> what if she's shooting right by her ear at these idiots? But he shot one of them, right? Let's sport this gun, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> they locked the bad guys up, and uh, he, he no charges him because legal, licensed, gun-carrying yeah. American. It doing was the right a, thing out there. During the commission of a violent felony, exactly. Yeah, he, I'll tell you what, them boys will think twice again before they try to carjack it with a dude sitting in the front seat looking looking like he's ready for this. <laughs> oh, this is my this is my lucky day. Yeah. yeah. Oops. Let's see what this thing can do. Let's see. Well, he found out, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> he won that gunfight. So good for him. Listen, bad guys. Yeah, the next car you jacked, he might mm -hmm. be carrying something. Uh, you know, it's going to hurt you. Dudes that drive nice cars have a tendency to carry a pistol, right? That's right. But look, the next story we're going to do, this thing, I, I, you know, 50 people sent it to us, didn't they? They're all texting, emailing. Everyone loved this story. Oh, yeah, this guy, this toe sucker down in Florida. <laughs> in Florida. Folks, you will find this hard to believe. But this 20-year-old uh, man awoke last Tuesday to discover a male intruder at the foot of his bed sucking on his toes. There we go, in Florida. Is there a double wide involved in this this, this toward thing? Huh? <laughs> this is in Bradenton. A nice town. Bradenton's a nice town. By Longboat Key, not far from there. On the Gulf Coast, guy wakes up at 3.30 in the morning, creepy stranger's mouth is on his toes. And what did the victim say? I mean... What are you doing? Is that <laughs> what you would say to someone talking? I'd be reaching over to the nightstand at 9mm, hoping I don't shoot my toe in a minute. If someone was sucking, I wake, I wake up and someone's sucking on my toe. I'd sit there and soak it in for a little bit. And then... <laughs> oh, and, then, and, then and then think about, should I... Keep, 
let this thing keep going for a little bit, or, or, find, out, this, huh? or find out what's going on here. Maybe I'm grooming a little bit. To maybe, the it's a, maybe it's a dream. Maybe it's you know it's. But apparently, it wasn't a dream, huh? No, apparently. So this guy, I, I guess, apparently he uh, he he uh, started to whip that ass, didn't he? He's like, "What are you doing?" And uh, well, he wasn't being robbed; he was just being sucked on, right? We're still doing these stories. He's like, he's like, dude, I'm just here to suck your toes, man. Just sit back and relax. I guess he didn't want to sit back and relax. You know, I, I got off off the subject. I did a podcast yesterday with Chicago's bravest Chicago uh-huh. Fire Department guys who are have a podcast, a new one. It's called uh-huh. Chicago's Bravest. Uh-huh. And I, you know, whatever we listen to you and Lupe, and you guys are real professionals. And here we are talking about toe sucking. I wonder how that's gonna the <laughs> the professionals talking about toe sucking down in Florida. This is called this is true crime, Paul. I hope okay. the boys don't listen to this show. Okay, they might cut that whole forecast. By the way, a lot of drinking and carrying on went on at that podcast yesterday. This this could be ugly. Lots of fun, yeah. <laughs> Too much fun. <laughs> to Uber my ass home, okay? <laughs> so, what, you're done with this toe sucking story? I'm done with the toe sucking. We're done. I, I'm never want to do another toe sucking story again, unless it happens in Florida. Then we will reconsider. But look, look, it was so egregious. They got the canines tracking this guy. Okay, they got the canine. They brought the canine out for this guy. To look for him. I can tell you, Bradenton's not a real high crime area. <laughs> they don't even have a lot to do. We got all these toys, these canine animals. We got to, you know, we got to use these toys. Did they catch them? Did the canine catch the toe sucker? <laughs> no, no. They did not locate the intruder. Guess they didn't have much of a scent. Uh, I mean, didn't leave a trail. He was, uh, his, he, the uh, the guy beat him up pretty good. He had some he blood. He did beat him up. We got <laughs> DNA. We could do DNA <laughs> got, testing. They did a DNA swap. How much it costs to do a DNA yeah, test? It's not that expensive, no? man. Nah. Yeah, not for law enforcement. Not for law enforcement. You got labs, right? The labs don't cost you don't anything. You send it to the, F- the, uh, the FBI uh, crime lab? Illinois or Florida State Police, probably. Yeah. Or the sheriff's office might have a lab. Well, there you go. Right. Swab away. That's right. They're, uh, that's serious business down there in Bradenton, my friend. We're gonna we're gonna find this desperado toe sucking dude. Felony criminal mischief. Paul. I'm guessing they're gonna find this dude no matter what. They just gotta, you know what? Go to Grinder. He's on there. <laughs> All right. He's on Grinder, and he's advertising, guys. Just just you know, go through the Grinder. He's uh, the ages between twenty and twenty five. Bald. Shaven and about 5'11 and about 160 pounds. Paul. Keyword being toe sucker, okay? You like having your feet sucked on. This guy will be on grinder. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to uh, Pennsylvania at the Walmart over by there. A uh, little action there, huh? Yeah, a lot of. Uh, uh, some Somebody not a fan of Walmart in Pennsylvania. Yeah, they found bed bugs in the. Uh, in the uh, changing room? Left pill bottles filled with bed bugs in the store. In the fitting room. Oh, what good it does in the sitting room? Are you going to leave them on the mattresses or something? I mean, <laughs> that's a perfect place to do it because nobody uses the fitting room in Walmart, Paul. They could just do it in the aisle. You know, they, they use just... the fitting room to go in and steal stuff. <laughs> they don't use it for clothes, okay? They just they just do it in the aisle, though. You know. That's right. They, I have, we've seen that at Walmart, haven't we? You know, I want to try on these pants, see if they fit. Let's just do it right here in the aisle. Hey, but my friend Pennsylvania Popo, they're checking those bottles for fingerprints. Yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe DNA too. DNA swab. I'm I'm, 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 I'm saying maybe, maybe DNA is involved in this desperate crime. So, anyways, pretty, pretty gnarly, as they say. 
Popo language investigation continues. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, uh, we've got our happy ending. Uh, got some rough sex, too, I might add. A happy ending with some rough sex. Here you go. Not between us. The story we're doing. <laughs> All right. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. See you in a bit. Ah, we're back. Home stretch, folks. What you've been waiting for, the big clothes from Lupe Aguirre and Paul Cialino on the Chicago Popo Report. Saturday night, WLS AM 890. Roll them windows down, jam it up. We're back. We're finishing it up. This is the big close. It's getting steamy in here. That's yes, right. That's right, man. We just do this for you guys, not for us. For you guys. That's right. For you guys, okay? Guys. Taking care of our people on a Saturday night. All you guys. That's right. All you guys get to listen to this. And then you get to listen to it on a podcast, folks. All you got to do, WLSAM.com. Click on that little button that says podcast and click on the number one show in America podcast. Maybe number two behind Joe Rogan. The Chicago Popo Report. <laughs> Our boy Rogan. All Rogan, right. listen. Rogan listens to us. I'm sure he does. I've heard that. I'm sure. His people have reached out. We'll do the show one of these days. We're busy with our own stuff. You just commit a crime, Rogan. We'll get you on the show. <laughs> That's right. Joe will do something stupid, right? Do you know, 300 miles an hour in his latest race car he buys. Joe's <laughs> just more likely to get killed in a G5 flying around doing gigs. Because fear is no factor. <laughs> That's right. Joe, Joe, don't worry about much, man. Joe's got that, that big dough now. Unlike us. Unlikely to be hanging around with us. So what's our... Uh, <laughs> back in down south, Tennessee. Tennessee. Double wide involved, maybe. That's an apartment, right? Nashville apartment. Probably, yeah. Well, we got a real wussy boyfriend involved here. Oh my God, are you kidding me? <laughs> How the hell does he call the cops on his 24-year-old girlfriend Man. for allegedly, allegedly uh, biting and scratching him while having sex? It's called rough sex. It's a regular thing, dude. Come on. Right. What the problem is. Well, apparently, you know, he wasn't down with that program, my friend. At 125 in the morning? Well, he's on. a little bit more of a romantic, man. He likes the soft, tender brushes and touches. Huh? What do you uh. think? Is that what he's looking for? Wanted that gentle foreplay beforehand. I wasn't getting the gentle stuff from uh, uh, Kristen. Kristen Paris. Not sp spelled with two R's. Not like the city. Uh, Age 24. Kristen. Hey. Paris. Bite and scratch. Paris. That's how you pronounce it. <laughs> how do you wrong. pronounce it? Paris. <laughs> One more time. Paris. There we go. <laughs> Folks, we we got to stretch this one a little bit. So hang in there, hang in. It gets better. We we'll get to the point. Yes, we will. Is, <laughs> is there a point other than this guy being a wuss? <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably that's the main point. We have some sub points. There you go. And the cops, they're they're taking pictures and doing drawings. I mean, you would you would think this is the Tinder date gone wrong, getting hung upside down and killed. The point is, he's ruining this girl's life. She's got a domestic. Uh, battery beef because he, uh, I don't know, wasn't in the mood for what she was down for. And she calls the cops. She can't, he can't keep it internally, keep it within the family. You got to get the popo involved. Let me tell you something. I, I will bet a lot that one of these cops be dating this chick next week. <laughs> Boyfriend's out and the cops in. <laughs> Paris, you need a real man, okay? Because I'm not offended by all that scratching and kicking and carrying on. Uh, in fact, I like it, honey. <laughs> I mean, do we have a picture of this 
this. We need a picture of her. Dork. We can put her up on our website if we ever get one. If we ever decide to activate it or do whatever you do with them. If we ever decide to you know pay someone to manage it and. That's probably not going to happen. <laughs> hey, volunteers, folks. We're taking volunteers, though. We're taking interns, right? Now. We're taking interns who uh, have uh, website skills. And you know what? If you uh, bite and scratch your boyfriend a little bit, we won't be, you know what? That will not disqualify you from that job. I don't know. Let's see. If I happen to, you know, stumble across this job and. What, 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 how would we handle this in Rogers Park, my friend? In good old RP, let's see. <laughs> you get the call. You get the wussy boyfriend whining, 911. They dispatch you over there. You know, and young, young Kristen is like, hey, dude, what's the problem? How's the, how's, how's the crack popo and Roger Park analyst this serious crime? Let's see. You open the door, and then if she's a hottie, then you, you definitely take her side of the story. <laughs> There's going to be mean? no arrest on her. No I think we're going to bag her. him, right? Yeah. Calling so, in a false police report, maybe, huh? So that's one scenario. Yeah. So, and then, and then, uh, I don't know, depending on how late it is, you know, are we off in an hour? <laughs> Breakfast time? Do, do we want to stick around for this? Paris, there's some counseling involved with this case, okay? We got to counsel off duty, but there is some counseling involved. Do we have time for this? Uh, you know, we'll probably say, listen, it's, uh, we're going to classify this as, uh, Mutual combatants, okay? No one's going to jail right now. We're gonna give you some we're gonna give you some paper, all right? We're gonna give you some paper. We'll give you the name of a couple therapists. We'll leave perhaps. it up to we'll leave it up to you <laughs> right. to decide to file charges later. You go down to the uh you know, the warrant sergeant. Uh, go, you down know, Sarah, go down to twenty six in California, folks and go down to the local uh yeah, yeah, judge's chamber and Talk to him. You know, I've got these police reports. We want to, you know, do cross complaints. Let's see what he says. <laughs> That's right. This is not worth my time. Okay. Right. I'm busy fighting crime out here in the mean streets. We got unsolved murders out here we're dealing with. Over by here in Rogers Park. That's hey. right. Dead bodies <laughs> all over the place. Okay. I got no time for your little back scratching game. Exactly. <laughs> these are little nicks. Come on. You can't take it. Dude, grow a pair. Grow up. Man up. Man up, baby. Come on. <laughs> Take a little abuse from your girlfriend. Leave Miss Perez alone. That's right. <laughs> What's our next one? Okay, we got we this. We got this uh, North Carolina man, Mark Stanley. There we go. Two first names. What's Paulie's theory about that stuff? Never good, right? <laughs> Two first namers. Never, never good. He's charged with, uh, let's see, two counts of indecent liberties. So I guess he was a, a family friend. He was invited over. And uh, the dad wakes up to check on his two children, and ages two and three, he walked in on Stanley. Actually, he's a relative, uh, <laughs> and he was naked from the waist down. Yeah, I guess Stanley bedroom. got that ass whooped down there in North Carolina, didn't he? Yeah, he's like, "What's going on here, dude? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Why Wait, are you what, here what, naked?" What possibly can you say to the daddy at that point? You're <laughs> naked from the waist down with his two and three year old. <laughs> Uh, uh, be there's no explanation. There's no explanation try and diving out the window. That's what he should be doing. But he didn't make it to the window, did he? <laughs> well, apparently, this guy, Mark Stanley, he pushed he pushed the dead out of the room. He locked the door, and then he just 
He's like, you're not going to keep me out. I'm, he busted the door down and started whooping on him. He wound up with like another face on the side of his head. That's, 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 that's what you do. We call it justice in Street the United justice, States. Exactly. There's, still, there's still some justice in this country happening. They didn't charge dad, did they? No charges for yeah, Poppy. That's right. He shouldn't have charged him. In fear of his life and all that. Are you kidding right? me? Oh, man, he beat this guy to a pulp. Good. Love it. Good. Good. He should have had that ass beat frequently and often that day. Because oh. I'm going to make a wild guess here. I'm guessing, oh, Mark Stanley's done this before. He didn't wake up at 60 and decide to be a freak. Oh, no. No. No, no, no he's no, been no. a freak for a long time. No, 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 no. So, yeah, street justice, that's right. I'm going to venture to say even maybe this is a fake name he gave everybody so they don't know about that. Bad history he's got, right? Yeah. Well deserved. All right, let's uh, let's do our uh, happy ending. It's a happy, happy ending, ending time, my happy friend. Ending time. Exactly. What is our happy ending? And this is a, for a good story, right. man. This yeah. is our brave firemen. What are they doing? We got. It's right. You had a podcast with fire guys uh, uh, yesterday. Now they're back in the news. California firefighters are heading down to Australia to help with that massive fire down there, man. Well, I, you know, I seen a map of this fire, and they had like semi-imposed it over the United States, and basically our whole country would be on fire. Right. That's how much fire they got down there right now. But guess who they arrested? They arrested a fireman. Which they figure set twenty-seven different fires down there. Are you serious? Yeah, this is bad stuff. But the Australian people, being uh, we're big fans of Australians, folks, and this is why the American uh, firefighters land in Sydney. And they're walking through the airport, and our Australian brothers and sisters stop, standing ovation for the firemen going down there to help out. That's right, because we're returning the favors. They always come down here to California to help out with the California they're, fires. They're good people, men, them Australians. We love them. And Luke. All right, and that does it for us this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business unless the dude's naked with your kids in the room. That's right, and keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next week.